0: So it's like 1.50 in the morning, Monday morning. Mania's come and gone, and so is Raw. Uh, and I've caught most of Raw, but um, I watch Mania on a delay. And uh, fortunately, so did my wife, because I worked over the weekend as opposed to being in Dallas. Um, for whatever reason, it didn't even cross my mind to, to you know, consider like... Oh man. Well, what if I came back in November? You know, again, you don't want to play the what if. Um, everything happens the way it should, and I just gotta, you know. But you know, it's like man, they were in Arlington, Texas, and uh, you know. Uh, so unfortunately, I'm right out off the bat. You know, me and my wife have not sat down and discussed it. Um, I really want her take on it. Maybe we'll record something uh, between now and who knows, maybe on the way to Santa Fe, Texas, um, this Saturday, that might be what has me a slight bit anxious. I hate to break it to everyone. Um, when you're, when you're called a promo God, you should just automatically be able to immediately know what you're going to say. But truth is that I have a, a lot of different emotions and, um, I could go a lot of different ways with it, but I also have to try to be mindful of, you know, where, where am I trying to go with it from a big picture standpoint? Um, but I want people to kind of understand where I'm coming from. So that might mean going certain places. Um, but, um, you know, again, hopefully me and my wife can sit down and, and chat about mania because it was stupendous. <laughs> I mean, you know, and they don't, they didn't like over saturate us with that word as much as they did in the buildup. But, um, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I I'm kind of one of those people that really enjoys wrestling of all types for the most part. If I get the stories then or there's some aspect of it that I find entertaining then, that's all it really takes. That's all I really want as a viewer. You know, I try to want to be a more of a casual viewer. But again, if I get taken out of the story, then all bits are off. Um, so it's really wonderful for me when it they can just keep me in the in it. Um, and I, that's what I hope to actually do when I whether I'm cutting a promo or in the ring with some physicality which is a whole nother part of the equation that I've got to start looking at at some point, you know, normally you make a return and the match is going to happen pretty, pretty quickly thereafter. But, um, you know, I guess in some respects I, we're going to have to have a discussion, uh, you know, kind of see where, where we're going with it. Um, um so, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much trying to figure out how I'm going to approach it on the 9th, but uh, a lot of that may not even really occur until the day of. And more than likely, it'll be, I'll have a kind of a rough idea of where I want to go, what kind of structure it's going to be, um, kind of where I want to take it so that I don't veer off the rails because I can get long-winded. And even though you're given a lot of time, you know, but I think... Um, that'll be kind of the basis of probably the next episode, unless I release like a special bonus episode, you know, where me and my wife actually talk about mania. Um, So recently, but not recently enough, you know, obviously I'm going to critique myself uh, in some respects. Initially I considered putting out a video um, in early March Um, you know, around the time uh, that I filmed the first one and it being more of a retrospective in the sense of like how it was versus how it is. But I thought, well, that's probably more for this medium than ironically that medium. Um, Although I've I've learned um, video length doesn't really dictate viewership I find people that want to view my stuff will view my stuff regardless of how long it is. Um, But still, you know, I was like, well, I want to kind of be quick. I don't want to go into promo mode or anything like that. Um, But back then, you know, probably about almost a month before this uh, current release, um, or a couple weeks, I probably might have gone in a different direction. But, um, and then time, I just was like, well, when I, you know, it'd be kind of cool to do it in the car. Um, you know, cause of the mirror, I, I did like that idea and, uh, but I wanted it to be short and also kind of point people and go to my podcast or go to, uh, go to the show or, um, so I thought it worked out pretty well and, um, so let's kind of rewind. To I first heard about YouTube. I think Ashley had sent me a link to a video, I think via email. So I got the link, and then on a laptop or whatnot, you know, was able to view something. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it was. But that's right when yeah. You know, so we're talking two thousand, late two thousand six. Um, by that point, I'm in Houston. I moved over the summer, later part of the summer, you know, early fall. And um, so I wasn't around her as much. And so she would send me stuff, I think even on MySpace also, you know, just anywhere I could click a link and there you go, you're going to a video. And I was really fascinated by that because, you know, I was, was... you know, the world would soon be, you know, really into it because it's, it gave everyone equal footing in the sense of it was free to upload stuff. Um, so I was fascinated by that and I thought, man, if I could, if I had equipment, that's the one caveat. Um, back then you needed a way of putting it out, much like today, but Today it seems to be much easier as so, i as you'll as you'll find. So you know I had to <clears throat> get money for a laptop, and that was so much in finding one. And uh, you know I was lucky in the sense the job I had, which was like installing workstations in uh, schools and hospitals. It was contract work. It was pretty decent work, um, but one of my supervisors had. Basically, I hand me down a hand-me-down laptop it was like, you know, 300 bucks, it's yours. And so that started the process. Now I have a laptop. You know, I have the access to the internet. So, um, you know, it was one of the main building blocks of being able to start a channel and whatnot. And I was kind of playing with the idea, but didn't have extra cash, really. Especially once I had moved to Houston, I didn't have the money. I definitely didn't have the money yet. When I was with PCW, I didn't really have that extra income. And it wasn't something like I... It's always been in the back of my head that I really wish I had had a camera throughout my early career. Um, if for no other reason than to have that footage. You know, footage of matches that I have pictures of, but not actual footage. Um, you know, there there's some like genuine wonderful times in my life and I don't have very much of that footage so I'm grateful for any of the footage that I do have or have been able to acquire over the years so it's always kind of a sticking point um, it's just not having that you know in, in many ways it's frowned upon to film backstage you know but I thought oh, there are so many instances of like god I wish we had kind of recorded this conversation or recorded this backstage you know interaction or just some of the observations that I had seen. But again, I was extremely frowned upon. You didn't really think of it in, in those terms. And truth is, I didn't really have the equipment. I would need a camera, you know, or a webcam. I tried a webcam for a moment <clears throat> and quickly found like, no, nah, that's that's not going to work. You know, compatibility issues with, with my laptop and whatnot. So it you know, you try to figure it out. Luckily, internet, you're able to figure out the parts you need to kind of make this work. And, um, it just took time. Once I started to have a little extra money, it was around March of 2007. Um, and for a number of reasons, I wanted to do a YouTube channel. I, you know, what, PWA at the time had really taught me was and what wrestling in general had taught me is that everyone works kind of within their own universe. You know, promotions may even kind of work together, but they have different philosophies probably, no matter, you know, unless it's the same person writing it. And still even then they're serving kind of a different inspiration per per promotion. So crossover, especially back then, not a big, not a big thing, you know, like building a brand and but again, that fascinated me, like the idea of like being able to kind of control your narrative by creating a persona so large that uh, it transcended. Um, but how to do that? then you know, once YouTube kind of blow up, blew up, you kind of knew, well, there, there aren't a whole lot of wrestlers that are putting out content. There are a lot of critiquers that I found, even because I'd look up wrestling to so maybe some wrestling footage, but not a whole lot. And so I was like, man, this would be, I really need to get a... Uh, camera but I also wasn't very you know I didn't uh, happen to bring it up to anyone I didn't try to you know I just was like well at some point I'll have to you know put aside some money and uh, make it happen but uh, you know as the new year hit especially I think I started thinking of it um, right when I came to PCW for Triple Xmas 2006 that was me and Ashley's kind of big return, uh, and what would have potentially led to kind of the, you know, the second act of that act between me and Ashley. Um, but even at that point, I was like, man, you know, what sucks is not being able to have just footage for myself, you know, for like memory sake and, um, yeah, I've always been kind of bad about that. I want to say maybe it's because my my, my stepdad um, is a photographer. So, you know, like does that kind of, you know, semi-professionally and, or professionally gets paid for that stuff, you know, or had. Um, but because he would always have the camera around for some reason, I felt kind of a little self-conscious and I was had that same effect when it came to just in general filming myself or having a camera or something like that, you know, you get a little uh, conscientious of it. But, uh, and you know, again, it was like, man, if I had had a camera, we could have filmed some, some backstage stuff and kind of really told this story. And, you know, she came to visit, so it was like another missed opportunity. And, um, I really wasn't sure what PWA was going to do with me. Um, there were discussions of me coming back to PCW, but it was going to be kind of very gradual, you know, situation, at least initially, um. But I always was like, man, if only I had a camera, because this and you know, we could tell such a such a rich story, maybe. Or at least just do some entertaining stuff, you know, quick videos maybe would be the be the trick. And I liked my the act with Tavia for, for a variety of reasons, but I thought, oh man, if we could, you know, kind of what we do on the show and kind of flush it out, and that would help her, and it would help me and You know, potentially could be something I could pitch to book, and you know, because I had had this, you know, stuff with Action Jackson, like a whole storyline with him. So it could have been something like, hey, I could bring him the kind of the chapters of the saga and uh, see if he was a fan of it. And who knows, maybe he brings that 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 fight to uh, PWA, or you know, me coming, you know, as February rolls around, and I have that match with Dog Cheetah, maybe. With, with his uh, valet, you know, Rosa and, and whatnot. Um, well, I would need someone to back me up maybe, you know, unless we, it was kind of a one and done, who knew, but maybe there would be legs there, and if I had a something to pitch to him visually that he could see, it would just help with the pitch. And so I really was like, you know what, I need to get one. You know, I'm scheduled to come back to PCW in, um, you know, March 17th. And, uh, you know, Ashley's going to be there, and uh, I'm going to be in this match that's going to showcase me. So it's like perfect planets are going to align, right? PCW's going to kind of give me somewhat of a hero's welcome. Deion Sanders is going to be there. Like, the footage we could have gotten, if I had really, um, you know, we were having these, like, introductory conversations about it that night. Um, I think last time I spoke about it, I said the sixth. I think it was the seventh. I know. I think we. I really think we spoke the night before she died. Um, and but we did talk at length about this uh, YouTube idea, the Lucha Lounge again. I've mentioned this. I'll mention it again. Paul London had, in essence, a second garage that he was turning into a man cave of sorts, and it was going to be a place where. You lounged around and watched wrestling and all at the Lucha Lounge. And I was mesmerized by that idea and had visions of like what that could be. And at the time, I was hanging out with Paul a little bit more because I was uh, going to Austin. When I wouldn't go to Houston, I'd be in Austin uh, here and there. I uh, had work over there for a brief period. So for a few weeks, I was able to like see my friend Paul and talk shop and it helped because at the time my confidence was kind of shook, you know, but really was uh, critical of my stuff. And it was, you know, at times it was a little like, well, am I ever going to do anything right? You know, I was doing stuff right. Other places, people seem to not have a problem with my abilities and I can't seem to catch a break here. And a few conversations with some guys who were, you know, in WWE or in developmental kind of, what was going on. So, um, now I could kind of go, okay, well, if I had a, if I could pitch him to Steve DeMarco at PCW right before I left, I think that I need to find that guy again. And again, it's like, well, if I put that on camera, I've got it on YouTube. That could be fairly entertaining. There's not a lot of wrestlers out there doing stuff. It could be slightly a gimmick, you know, for the most part, we're going to kind of exaggerate a few things. But, you know, we make quick enough videos, it could be something. And I think, you know, we did talk about passing the camera around because I thought that that there was a cool aesthetic. You know, it's like we're sharing the spotlight, so to speak. And, um, you know, I wanted the act to feel kind of like on equal ground with us. Um, and I thought it'd be a great selling point. Um, and, again, coming out of my match with Dog or with Russell, which was always a pleasure, um, I felt like Buck, you know, had some trust in me and <clears throat> that I could uh, potentially turn that into some positive momentum moving forward or at least remaining kind of in the mix or, you know, getting another match with Russell and I knew, you know, Russell's a pro she you know, they could they could do something and you know, we could we could teach Ashley something and we just kinda gotta get her known or noticed so that the invite's there. So, um, you know, we have that conversation and, um, I kind of knew with my expenses and my, <clears throat> what I, you know, what budget I had that I would be getting the, um, I would be getting the camera right before St. Patrick's Day weekend, right around the Yaws benefit Show, this Sanders Clause. PCW, you know, the PCW arena and stuff. So, again, it sound, seemed like this planet's aligning, you know, potentially like Steve DeMarco and uh, Tavia running into Dion Sanders primetime himself and, you know, trying to ingratiate ourselves in it, you know, either falling on deaf ears or him being like, yo, man, you the man. You know, who knows? Again, it was a worthwhile like, situation, and at the time it was like, this can be a showcase for you, you know, we really want to do stuff with you, with Tavia. And again, planets aligning, you know, it's like everything was kind of melding. <clears throat> I had had this conversation with Book about traveling also and uh, working shows. And there was potential there that, that spring to summer of 2007. And so, Again, I was like, oh, next paycheck right before St. Patrick's Day, get the camera, get the other parts that I need to um, to make the camera talk to the laptop so that I can, you know, put that stuff on my computer so that I can edit it with Windows Movie Makers, what I was using for the most part uh, for most of my early videos or any content I put out at that point. That was really the main hub. Um, So I just remember us having this pretty wild conversation of where we wanted to go with it, and like the lounge and the idea and the aesthetic and, you know. um, And, again, I've talked about it. So, you know, I'll fast forward. Um, I get the camera, 15th or 16th, I'm able to, to finally pay for it. And uh, I get what else I need. I need, like, a card that goes into the laptop. And, uh, you know, I've got to create an account. I think I'd already created a YouTube account. Didn't have any idea of what, like, branding was. So for the longest time, I just still, I think, it's linked to, like, my old employer's uh, email address that I used to have. So uh, it's still linked to that. And yet I still am able to out content and whatnot um so you know after the funeral and whatnot i mean i was feeling a certain kind of way and um originally we were going to put you know put out the tribute video that they put out the week before the jamie allard done which was which was awesome but given the you know Given the what the show was, which was a benefit show, of, you know, there was a feeling it could really, you know, kind of sour the mood and take a step back. I'm like, no, business sense, show sense, totally makes sense. I don't feel anything ill about it, but that day I did felt certain kind of way. I think you know, emotions were fresh. I wasn't making the best decisions. I was not in the right frame of mind. Not really that it's. It matters, and so um, I was, you know, in a certain mood when I recorded the first video, you know, and I obviously was in a certain mindset, you know, I was definitely still in grief and really in the throes of it, um, you know, because I put on sunglasses and I, you know, kept my hair up and, uh, you know, I was kind of totally like in some respects coming out of work or about to go to books, you know, to, uh, to train or something like that. And, um, also felt like I needed to get some stuff off my chest, but it was hard, you know, cause you're putting it out into the world. And, um, so I think, you know, I look back now and I go, man, it was just really, you know, I was really kind of putting walls up and not really, truly what I wanted to, how I wanted to be presented. You know, it's like, oh, that, but at the time it was so therapeutic. You know, it was the thing I needed to kind of, um, it was the thing that I needed to work through what was going on. Um, And it came at the right time, you know, and then I found probably you know as as i got into fifth or sixth video it's like okay you know i kind of relaxed and i now had a place i could record and you know had a camera and i kind of under got and started to get the process of how i wanted to put stuff down and basically would be like okay film on tape you know like a like a little cassette tape and um that i would reuse or i you know got a pack of five or something like that and just kind of reuse them and that camera did me pretty well it was a little handheld had great audio like i didn't have to ever use a mic um again i had to use a card for the laptop connect that upload it and then i used windows movie maker because it was free i was always about like if i'm not making money to do this i'm not going to try to spend a whole lot to do it you know internet i need for work so it's not a big you know thing um the camera and stuff it's stuff that i wanted And I utilized it for, like, going on a cruise with my mom and, like, like a year after Ashley's death and whatnot. And I have all this footage that I'll probably never see the light of day. At some point, I'll probably have to look at all that footage and maybe try to figure out what I could do with it. Um, Probably by then, I've either... I've probably shifted to being working with Apple products because my wife is uh, working with Apple products. It's like, that's what we typically use here. Except I still have an Android phone, a Galaxy Note 10, um, which I'll get into in a minute. Um, So, you know, I used what I had readily available. And at least early on, it felt like I was part of a community. I got kind of invited into the, YouTube wrestling community, which was made of, you know, very passionate fans who had their opinions of things, and people are critiquing things, and that's you know, kind of in the nature of YouTube at the time, at least the the uh, community, but they were a community, you know, you could tell, you know, I remember Wrestlemania 25 uh, that weekend, seeing a, a bunch of them, and kind of the camaraderie and whatnot, and um, you know, they welcomed me pretty, pretty quickly, and that helped generate interest in my stuff. And, um, you know, I kind of trudged along to get, I think the, the biggest spike in membership, I guess, or subscriptionship occurred right around the time that um, some of the more prevalent names in the YouTube wrestling community kind of said, oh, gosh, you should watch this dude's stuff. He's, you know, he's an actual performer, and he actually wrestles. And uh, you know, he's sharing his thoughts on this, that, and the other. Um, once I got kind of that credibility, so to speak, no actual credibility. I mean, you know, they, you know, they were the gatekeepers of this community, and they're welcoming me in. And at that point, I become okay. Let's kind of change this from being therapeutic to what am I actually trying to do with this channel, you know, from March to June, I was trying to find my way. And then it's like, okay, let's transition to become part of the community. And, you know, kind of worked through it and it benefited me in many ways. Cause then I could start, you know, I was able to put out content. And then I was able to, in part because of the job I was working at, I had, uh, the ability to transfer footage and then get a digital version of it and then be able to upload that from an external source to YouTube. And, you know, I had matches, but the problem was that you had a time limit that, you know, this the, the first couple of years was like that, where it's like, until I became a partner, 10 minutes, I think 1030 at times, it would really depend on the, the video. But there are some videos where it's like, at my match with Sambu, not in its entirety. I've got, like, some of these other matches that had to be cut short, you know, and then, um, or if they had copywritten music, you know, like, I found out quickly my song is apparently a, there's a copywritten uh, melody within it, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I mean, some of this stuff, you know, once I became a partner, like, I was able to put out, I didn't have a time limit. Um, I think I updated, upgraded my stuff and went from a laptop to a, uh, I'd still use a laptop from time to time um, or I'd get a you know, kind of an all-in-one and uh, utilize that for some videos and, you know, had a, it had a webcam. So that kind of worked in handy for a little bit and still used a camera and went from tapes to digital, you know, storage and um which was helpful, you know, and having like the ability to back it up to a hard drive of some sort. And I mean, I've got all this probably master footage somewhere. I know, uh, you know, one of the computers I mainly use like that cropped out. So there might be footage that's lost. Um, it'd be one of those things of like, all right, let's go through this. And uh, that might be a project, you know, like the lost, <laughs> the lost files, the lost, the lost footage of Steve and Um, yeah, maybe that's, that's something, um, you know, as I progressed through it, you know, I found, um, kind of found my groove, you know, and I was able to put out content that, you know, was past the point of needing to be sold. So I was lucky in a sense PCW allowed me to put out stuff and other people were putting out stuff you know i was finding more and more wrestlers and more and more youtubers you know and um promote certain promotions using it like i i was like okay you know i've been doing you know vlogs for you know since 2007 and then i wanted to kind of transition especially once i got the had the ability to make longer videos you know i wanted to put out longer content um and it would really you know depending on what was going on with my life at that point you know like if I was traveling I would put that stuff out I was starting to try to stretch a little bit when it came to editing and whatnot and um then IWE kind of hit in 2009 and my stuff kind of became very much what was going on in my life always at that point this thing has always been you know kind of a a view into my life, you know, and the different projects that I wanted to work on. You can kind of, if you go through my videos and you sort them from oldest to newest, like you just go through it. It's crazy. Like this timeline of events and like, I see friends who are no longer with us or projects that I no longer work on. Like, as I was looking through this, I found um, like one of the last IWB videos that we put out, I think Justin gave me the raw footage. And then I went on movie maker and, you know, worked with it. I never got beyond Movie Maker. I think I'd used Adobe Premiere here and there, but it never really, uh, never really stuck with me. You know, still using a camera for the longest time. Even when I'd go mobile at times, had it. Um, You know, I think it took me years, you know, and even just to try to figure out, like, what was going to get noticed you know I couldn't really tell at times you know what was going to get noticed I didn't know how to to really approach it I mean I had felt like I had some success with stuff but you know I think once I get into you know three or four years in you find oh now YouTube's um, using I think you know one of the first big like controversies within YouTube when i First was just uh, an avid viewer of the the videos on YouTube was, you know, someone putting out vlogs and then you find out a production company was working for them and production company could be anything at this point. It could be one person with a camera, but they have a production company. But for whatever reason that people shunned that stuff. Um, and then once the cat was out of the bag to try to put a, you know, like a budget, you know, you know a big budget version of their, their narrative and, you know, kind of got lost in what was the original concept, I guess. But, um you know, after a few years, you find, oh, YouTube's welcoming whoever, you know, and um, so as a creator, you kind of become lost. And then, you, uh, you know, for me, I kind of became disenchanted at times, depending on what I was doing, you know, depending on, uh, you know, as I scroll through my stuff and find, oh, you know, when I was taking a break from wrestling because of injury, and then, oh, I come back from wrestling, and uh, I come back to wrestle, and there's match footage you know, of my various title runs from, you know, 2012, 2012 on, you know, and some of the people that I got to face, and some of the promos that I shot, and some of the stuff that was shot, you know, because would work with me here and there, and I got to have that footage, and then... um then when I was getting to video 200, I wanted to like chronicle my life so far in the wrestling industry and, you know, try to do some long form stuff and, you know, implement, you know, more stuff in it with the edit and whatnot, which, you know, originally I'm like, I just want to be one shot, you know, kind of deal and don't really want to do a whole lot of editing and, then I find myself wanting to stretch my legs with that and, um, you know, this Chronicles series took, took a while, you know, it took, took a while to get to the tribute video. And after the tribute video, which was basically just a tribute to, um, my sexy kick, um, which was my finisher for a long time <clears throat> and I still use it and it's still pretty effective, um, I was like, okay, well now, you know, I wanted to start doing uh, podcasting. And I also wanted to have a video present, uh, presentation for a couple of reasons. One, um, because not a lot of people were doing it at the time. but uh, You know, or the people that were, I really admired. So I wanted to to do that stuff. But also, that's how I shot it. <laughs> that's how I recorded it. I would just film it. and would be like, eh, it'll be on YouTube doesn't matter man we're just casual casually talking and um you know I had a whole slew of people on there got to share stories got to find things out um a lot of great conversations with people um and then you know at some point that kind of runs its course I'm doing more YouTube stuff um more kind of vloggy stuff. Um, you know, and it's like 2016, I'm still doing, you know, videos, filming myself as I, cause I'm still using the audio from, from those recordings to put out my podcast. I'm also putting me out there with it. Um, and, you know, if I had, the ability we could sit down with people, then you know, more conversations. Um, that went on for a while. You know, I had so many guests. I mean, there's only maybe one one or two videos that are no longer out there. Um, basically, because the person requested that, and it is what it is. You know, and you're just kind of like, oh man, I don't, I probably have that master footage somewhere. It'd always probably be nice to revisit at some point, but, um, again, it's like, oh, you know, I I had some great conversations with people as I was going through it. You know, it's great to sit down with a lot of people. Um, around 2017, I thought, okay, the lengthy videos, you know, I'm kind of doing duplicative work and I kind of need to figure out how to make the platform work for me. Um... I found myself like, okay, you know what I need to do. I need to do put out shorter videos that are just teasers for the podcast, and then that'll make you have to go to the podcast, and maybe that'll increase, you know, viewership and listenership there. And oh, well, maybe then I could, you know, oh, what what could I do with Instagram? Oh, I can make a quicker version, or you know, because you had to, because every every streaming video that you know video. Um, place where you can upload videos uh, and people can view them all all those streaming services and whatnot or all the social media you know all of it now you know you look at it now and um but they all have kind of their own rules for the most part and so working within the app to make the app work for your overall brand but it's like still trying to figure it out I think I've ever quite figured it out Uh, you know people seem to like my stuff and um But, you know, you definitely notice a decline in viewership, especially from my early days as a YouTuber and, you know, even, like, currently. Um, But before that, you know, around Video 300, I go into kind of this, let's try to do it daily. I think in a way of more therapeutic for me. I think it was talking to myself in many ways when I would... Put these out. Um, I, you know, I was like, oh, I want to try to do 365 days. Let's just try to do that. See where we can go with it. Um, I made it to day 123. I just found I got, you know, so video 423. I think I want, I want to say that that's what it is. Um, made really short daily check-ins, and at that point, I think I'm using. I start using my phone. I want to say around that that time. I started using it. Um, yeah, I found myself that I was able to start using my phone. I was able to make simple edits. Um, and to do everything from my phone. I think once once the Galaxy, because I think I've had the Samsung Galaxy brand of phone since the first. And now I'm on like the Note 10. I'll eventually upgrade. I found that... I'm still paying for it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm not going off on a tangent with that. Someday maybe. But for right now, it's like I, I know I want to upgrade. I'm either going to stick with the Galaxy family of phones or I'm going to switch to iPhone. I'd be curious what people think. You know, like, should I go to the – part of me is, like, the Fold. Part of me is a, the, the latest Note. Part of me is, like, just continue to wait. But part of me is, like, you know – I'm with Sprint so at some point, I haven't made the complete switch to T-Mobile, even though they're they're working with me. Um, but I want to wait until I upgrade. Uh, and I haven't pulled the trigger on that. so but for right now, you know again, I got to like and there's some decent stuff in it, you know, um, I knew I was being I wanted to to inspire myself to continue to live. And my hope was that, um, hey, if it spoke to anyone other than me, then it's speaking to someone, you know, I realized viewership kind of declined, um, so that it was, you know, how do I shift my focus or what, you know, what should I do? What can't I do? Um, yeah, and that kind of went through. 2018 and part of 2019, you know, when, when we get to 2018, 2019, I think I'm using Ripple, this uh, app and still using my phone here and there and not using anything else, you know, just whatever I can do on my phone. And that's kind of been indicative know, that's kind of been my approach with podcasting and anything else. It's like, what can I do on my phone? Not so much like what, you know, work within it make it work for me. You know, the beautiful part about YouTube is that I'm not the only content creator. There's so many and promotions put stuff out there and there's all kinds of stuff where I've been part of things. And even though I've got a slew of playlists with, you know, variety of my appearances or matches or promos or highlights or whatever, um, Every now and again, I'll still go on there and find something new, which is just phenomenal because, again, it's just footage like, oh, man, what was I doing? You know, uh, the times in my life that are actually covered that that that's still there, you know, that's still out there, match footage, you know, people that are no longer with us, that are in these matches, are no longer in the industry, that, um, and it's great to be able to have that stuff. Um you know, to be honest, you know, when, once we were doing GSL 2020, I had stopped wanting to put out my own stuff. I just, uh, I think in part, um, once it became apparent that, you know, you you see it now where people are putting out um, content, um, that they're putting out content for promotions and the promotions are sharing that and using it. Um and I'm cool with that, but at the same time, you know I you want the promotion to to put forth the effort or at least feel like it, you know, I see some great content out there as of late um I just had gone through a period where I felt like I was putting out the bulk of content for promotions, you know, that I would work with, and they weren't really putting out content of any kind and you kind of go, man, start putting out content, you know, like, why aren't you filming stuff and putting it out? Like you can literally record on your phone and, uh, uh you know, I've watched, I've watched, uh, I remember watching doomsday wrestling and then filming on iPhones and putting that content out and that content probably, you know, be pretty good quality. And, you know, I've thought of myself cinematic stuff, you know, you, you hear about the latest iPhone and whatnot, cinematic mode. And it's like, oh man, what could I create? Um, and I think that's the thing that I want to do moving forward with, with the medium for me, um, is just kind of put out stuff. I think with GSL, I was and Instagram and a few other things. I was starting to kind of really feel like, well, I could put out some creative things and not necessarily do the try to true promo, which do have their benefits. And I'm again, getting, you know, having the ability to go to a place and basically cut you know, a, a promo of my choosing, um, you know, but I think, oh, well, th- that's more for the, for the crowd that's there, that's interested in that product. And, you know, if they're willing to put it out, then great. You know, I'm, I want to share in that, but also I've got a hype of where I'm going and what I'm doing and advertising my different stuff. So, you know, it's always kind of a work in progress and, uh, you know, working on the process of figuring out what, how to also, you know, at one point, I think it, since I had stopped putting out footage or putting out content, I lost my partnership and I've never looked into regaining it. Um, yeah, I've never made a dime working for, <laughs> working on anything for YouTube. I've always, you know, for a lot of my projects, it's just like a labor of love or, you know, just for my own self-interest, I guess. And, um, but I've, um, for the most part, enjoyed it. You know, it's a little nerve-wracking, this, la- this latest video that I put out, that I just put out, um, trying to, like, verbiage, I was out of practice, hadn't done that in a while, and to get from point to point, because you want to, I, I didn't want to make the video too long, and then working with, with the video editor, I hadn't really done much work with it. Um, and even though I have a stylus for it, I don't utilize it. So I'm going to have to start utilizing it for some of these little projects. Um, you know, the video editors uh, within the phone have their own limitations because it's, you know, you're kind of getting what, what's with it. There are some free apps, but they do come with like watermarks or this, that, the other, which I totally don't mind. I'll obviously be cool with. With uh, any, you know, application that I use, I I definitely want to give them credit, but if I can, you know, use what's kind of defaulted within the phone, then that's where I'm going to aim at. Same thing with, like, I don't utilize a lot of accessories. Um, I've thought about it, but I've also thought, well, this is how, this is how I have the phone. You know, I hold it a certain way, so... Why don't I film in the same way as I hold it? Because the person, whoever's viewing my content is going to see it the way that the device that I'm filming from sees it, or if I want to make that its own point of view. Um, So I want to work with that moving forward. I don't, you know, have some ideas. Um, I think originally when I thought about talking you know this topic i i I did want to talk more about the pitfalls of it but i thought as i you know as the week progressed and whatnot i'm like well the fact that you're able to put out footage and even now you know that there's some i don't say the simplicity there are steps involved Uh, you know i could probably do a live video to youtube and and that wouldn't take very much time with the exception of hitting record and stopping um and that might be down the pike you know at some point um and who knows yeah i i who knows you know i'm, I'm you know potentially going to be doing being involved in wrestling more um so yeah i'm i uh, have some ideas you know the fact that i'm able you know recently was able to you know, take some pictures with friends and whatnot was definitely a big step in my social anxiety that sometimes hits me, especially interacting with people. You know, I, I don't want to bother them with pictures and whatnot, but now I'm like, oh, you know, that's kind of more par for the course. And more people are doing that than not doing it. Um, I've thought at times of resetting in some ways and like, building a brand from scratch and I'm sure at some point I'll I'll need to have a conversation with someone who's way smarter about the brand building process because, you know, I think of like, well, I think Steve DeMarco's got some equity and um, how can I better present that? Um, And then within a wrestling context, how, how, you know, you can put footage almost anywhere, videos almost anywhere, and you can, kind of, you know, I can kind of see where the trend is. I just need to figure out how to execute the trend within Steve DeMarco. I'm working on it. So I want to say thanks to everyone who's ever watched any of my stuff, like I said on my last YouTube video. Um, you know, if you haven't subscribed and you'd like to, please go to my channel and uh, check it out or subscribe to this and whatnot. Uh, that's probably the only ask. Um, I have thought of shirts. I have some ideas. We've worked on a few, few of them. There probably won't be anything for April 9th, unfortunately. Um, But I think... I probably won't put anything out until... I'm actually wrestling. I think that's... That's going to be the thing, you know, uh, this is kind of the first official appearance for me within the company. So, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that goes, but I will cover all of that probably in depth and I'll have, you yeah, maybe that'll be a YouTube video. Who knows? But, uh, thanks to all of you once again for, uh, taking the time out of your days to either listen or to view me. Uh, and until the next time, I hope to see you down the road.